When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's, Lori, it's, yeah. it I turn on my heat at you my did. house. Oh my gosh, that's Because pathetic. I'm like, oh my gosh. That is well, pathetic. Oh, guys. Have you tried the Time Traveler's Wife on HBO? No. Okay. Uh, tennis is on, hon. Well, I know. It's, it's it's derailing my life for just a half second here. And well, it's colder. It, it's, you know, people... Casey was I'm shocked like that it. I didn't... I, well, here's... I don't know, Julia. I think we have forgotten some of the problematic things about that time I'll tell you. Wife. Here's my first one. Can I guess? Uh-huh. Okay, the main problematic one is it's a story about a man who travels in time and he's in this relationship, this love story, but he shows up naked everywhere. Because when you travel in time, you don't have clothes. Yeah, and he shows up and meets her when she's a child, which when you think about it is super creepy. That's so creepy. Do they do it again in this? Yes. We love that book. Audrey yeah. Niffenfinger. Yeah, I know it. A tech- Taxidermist. But uh, I haven't watched it yet. I I DVR'd it. Um, it is on HBO and then on HBO Max. The critics ha- absolutely hate it. It got a 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. The audience gave it a 78% on it. And this is the one with Rose Leslie, who's married yeah. to Kit Harrington. She's playing in it. Um, but Matthew Gilbert from the Boston Globe, this is what he writes. The bigger problem, and this might have been a problem with the movie with Eric Bana and Rachel yes, McAdams. Yes. The biggest problem is all of the time travel and the rigors of time traveling is boring. Lori. And it's boring to see on the screen, whereas when you're reading it in a book, it's a different way. Uh, yeah. And, yes. and if you overthink and what you see, so on this past Sunday mm-hmm. night's episode... Now, this could make some people want to watch The Time Traveler's Wife. He's naked. And he's naked, and he's played by Theo James. That's mm-hmm. he, that's Henry. He's kind of hot. Very mm-hmm. easy. But there's a flashback scene of the 16-year-old version using his powers to go back in time and perform oral sex on himself when his father walks in and sees the two versions of his son both naked and in bed together. Okay, I did not need to know that information. I feel like you've just ruined... I mean, I feel like you've just ruined it for people. I mean, I think we've blocked out that scene. Was that in the damn book? I don't think so. I think that is just the liberty of the director or the screenplay person who's translated the book. But But why would they remake this unless it was great? Because the movie stunk so bad after the book. It's such a great concept because the love story is so wonderful. But the time traveling is the part that's tricky. So and the Back to the Future time travel was fun. Yes. 
Um, this I think you should be allowed to try travel with clothes. Here's here's uh, <laughs> Linda Mela from TV Insider. Okay. If only time travel were real, they could use it to go back and do the show right. Oh, I love it. Um, it should, probably should have been left in the past. That's the Irish Independent. All right. Um, so, but the audience likes it. A, they like it more than you know the critics. So I guess you'll just have to. Try it, but... Um, well, can I tell you something I yeah. watched? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have been hearing, you know, David Letterman does the sit-down... Oh, my um, next guest needs yes, no my, introduction. Yes, and so I really wanted to, I don't know why, do some extra work for the show today. I thought, oh, I'll be prepared. Larry will be so impressed and yeah, won't want to talk about Harry Styles, right. or Sharon Stone, <laughs> or, and Elvis. Al- or Elvis, <laughs> just for a half second, or right. Lisa Marie, but oh, no... Anywho, I'm just teasing yeah. you. I um, I th- had the same reaction as I had listening to his audiobook, Will Smith. Some people loved it. I had such an adverse reaction, and I loved Will Smith. Remember, mm-hmm. we loved oh, yeah. Will Smith until I the book, and um, he starts out. You know, the first line of the book is, "I was like, I've I've always felt like I was a coward. I watched my dad beat up my mom when I was nine years old, and that's kind of how he comes out with um." With David Letterman, and they're at the comedy store doing the interview. Does David Letterman are all six of the episodes. They're available? all there. Okay. You can go and watch them all. The um, you know, the one with uh, what's her name, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Dreyfus is there. But I just really wanted to watch the Will Smith right. one to get a perspective because it was before the slap at the Oscars, and I just have decided he's so fake to me in a different way that I never realized. Uh, well, he's trying to be real, he feels so fake. But how about, did and, you listen to the part where he talked about doing ayahuasca 14 times we and talked, having a vision, having vision that he that, threw his career away? Yeah, we talked about that. I didn't get to that part, okay. but I already read in it's depth like, about wow, that. Oh, holy premonition. I love that you know how to say the word, because I called it peyote. Oh, no. I just did the shortcut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, he, but he talks, I, I guess, for me... He feels fake. And that's how I felt when he was reading his book. Like, I don't know. I just, something has changed. And it was before the Oscars because right? I got that book. And yeah, that's, you did. Get you that can book. send back books, by the way, on Audible. You, you, get to, you get to send them back. And I'm just too lazy to figure out how to do it. But I'm sending that one back because I spent like 28 bucks on it. But that, um, that was like in the early days of Kindle. You could share books. Remember, with well, you five should readers. be allowed to share. I've just spent 20 bucks on this book. Yeah, but they make it impossible. They made impossible. it impossible for me to figure out how to do it. And I just gave up on trying to share a book on Kindle. Same thing, I know yeah. people know how to do it probably, but I could never figure it out. It's uh, it's limited too. But yeah. I just I, I guess for me I um I don't want to finish it. Yeah. And I don't know. And I, I just, just got I just got the Sharon Stone memoir. Well, this is a good story. So we have a new sales rep here who has a very easy name to remember. It's mine, and I'll be able to pronounce it because it's Julia. Right. And Colleen and Bradley were giving me crap today on their show about like um Julia would remember a show with her name in it. Um, which is true, and I'll mm-hmm. be able to pronounce it. So it's uh, Julia was out walking past the little public library houses, you know, that people have yes. in their yards throughout our Twin Cities area. And I keep forgetting to bring books because we have so many books I want to put them in them. And so she walks in today and gives you, she's walked by when she said, I saw this Sharon Stone memoir, and I thought about you, and I thought, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. here we go. 
Lori, will you read it? What oh, yeah, year no, was I'm it gonna, written? I'm totally going to read it. I, I, I was just lazy. This is only a couple years old, isn't it? Because she talked about how when she had... Let me read oh, you okay. a chapter that just happened to open. <laughs> from Sharon Stone's book, <laughs> The Beauty of Living Twice. No, I swear, I because just opened. Because she lost page, all of her language and everything. Remember, she had the stroke. Page 53. Okay. The first time I went to the Cannes Film Festival. Oh, Lori, stop. It was for total recall. My luggage never arrived, so I wore... The pair of black, wide-leg linen pants, black t-shirt, black cotton pullover, the huge, brightly painted silk, silk scarf designed by my longtime secret boyfriend, and my black, open-back, kitten-heel mules that I'd worn on the plane in oh-so-many ways for oh-so-many-different days. <laughs> I should add not that not one of the beautiful women present thought to offer me a hand here and lend me something. I wasn't famous or important, but I was young and pretty and threatening. Oh, no, you're wrong. So she lost all of her luggage and just owned it and wore the same clothes to everything. Yeah. Because remember, she famously wore the Gap shirt to the Oscars, and she's done a couple other one-offs. But that I would open to that pager that she's, why is she always at the Cannes Film Festival? Well, she's been fabulous from the first time she went there. Oh, so anyway, I am going to look forward to reading this book. Her her lifelong friend is Grace Jones, and I mean, you know, I'm going to find out all kinds of. You, I'm going to be oh, even I more obnoxious. Wait. I can't wait to the with new my movie. love of Sharon but, Stone. But a shout out to the what do they call those little libraries? The the little little libraries, the little libraries, mm-hmm. and putting and and restocking them with yeah. your books, people, because people do use them. And shout out to a wide leg linen pant. And every for and crying you can out loud, never go wrong with them. Because I got a wide leg silk pant last year that I love from Everive. They are great, and and I didn't think I could wear because I was so short. Yeah, but it know, works. A wide leg pant is is something to, to in the summer. It's just kind of really it's, it's sexy a great thing to travel in. Yeah. And if you wear if it's flowy on the bottom, then wear something a little tighter, tighter on, on the top. top. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of love that. By the way, if you were worried about Downton Abbey, a new era, which my mother was worried that no one would go see it, the word of mouth on that last night, it made more money than it did in the previous four days. Mm-hmm. I Good. think people didn't know the movie was out. I, I'm so glad to hear this because I was worried because it was down 50%. But when it came out kind of right before COVID, I think. It was had 50% more um, box office results on the first weekend. But yeah. I'm so glad to hear this. Yeah, this is the one set in the south yes. of France. So if you've never been to the south, mm. south of France wanna and you want to go. go on a thing. But the movie is picking up steams. Maybe fans didn't know about it. But word of that mouth makes is, me happy. is very good. And so, um, yeah, it's... Uh, of course, had great reviews, but I just want, I don't think the people kind of realize it was out. It feels like all the buzz about movie has been Top Top Gun, Gun, Top Gun, Gun, and then maybe a little Elvis. Oh, really? You think? Do you think people know Elvis is coming out on June 28th? June 24th. Oh, June 24th. Excuse me. Do you think people know what's happening? I wonder. Yeah, I know. All right, listen, it's time to go. (laughs) Harry Styles dropped a new album last week, too. It's called Harry's House, by the way, and the first track is music at a sushi restaurant. (laughs) And there's a Matilda song, too, by the way. Yeah, by the way. (laughs) All right, we'll be back with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Yes. What are you bringing what, what us? What kind of dirt do you have? Oh, we gotta talk about Teresa Judice's fiance. Oh, Louis. Louis. We've had a bad feeling about him from day one. Yeah, it's bad news bears, you guys. What I think. Happened? Well, uh, Louis. Louis Reyes. 
who is Teresa Judice's fiance, mm-hmm. allegedly pushed his ex-wife into a metal pole during a heated argument back in 2012. Now, this is according to a police report obtained by Page Six that says that his ex-wife, Marissa DiMartino, reported that after her estranged husband dropped off the kids, the two began to argue over finances. The report goes on to say the dispute became heated and culminated with Luis pushing Marissa into a metal support pole in the garage. Don't you marry... Teresa, don't marry this guy without a prenup. I don't think he has any money. Uh, I don't think he does either, uh, and I don't know why she doesn't get that. She she has dated two men in her life, and she's like 50. Yeah, she's been so burned. Why can't she figure out the finances? That's what I don't get. Well, the woman literally went to jail for tax evasion, right? Yes. So she's, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I I don't know about this one, you guys. I mean, and you're you're more versed in Teresa than I am. It's just, a, do you think that she just gotta, is a dating toddler, so to is, speak? Yeah. She's a dating toddler. She has no idea what she's doing. And he gave her orgasms for the first time in four years. And she's like, you know, I'm in love. I'm in love. That oxytocin orgasm haze. Oh. It's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and she thinks it's a love bubble, but it's an orgasmic haze. Yes, you're and right. He's trying to lock her down to marriage before the two years is up because that's when the orgasmic haze fades. Oh, so you think that he's uh, looking at the chemistry clock and it's yes, like, oh, is. good words. <laughs> <laughs> and no, the chemistry clock. The chemistry clock. Hey, Britney Spears says that her dad, Jamie Spears, has been hiding so he doesn't have to sit for a deposition. I believe that. Detailing his conduct in the conservatorship case. But now her lawyer, Matthew Rosengart, says that they're calling Jamie's bluff. So Jamie said he would sit for a deposition, but only in Kentwood, Kentwood, Louisiana, where he's been hanging out. That's his hometown. Brittany's lawyer, Matthew Rosengart, says all of this in legal documents that he's, but Jamie's, he'll gladly fly to Kentwood to put Jamie under oath. Matthew Rosengart's ready to go. Said, let's do it. Let's if you're going to do it in Kent, Louis- mm-hmm. Louisiana, fine. They probably can't find him. Well, to that's serve what it sounds him like. Because it. he probably, you know, knows a lot of people and there's a lot of places to hide out, I imagine. Mm hmm. Yeah. They can't serve him. And he's, you know, not had an office. I mean, think about, oh, what he did to his daughter is unbelievable. It really, Under it's, the it's guise hit. of yeah. fatherly love. Yeah. You know, speaking of Britney Spears, we did talk about this earlier in the show during a Dirt Alert update at the top of the hour. But Britney Spears being courted by Resorts World in Las Vegas for possibly a new residency. I mean, they were very happy that Britney Spears was there over the weekend. If you saw, they had a big thing on the side of the hotel. I saw I saw it, and I also saw the penthouse that she's staying in with the pool, like on your balcony. Yeah. It looks so amazing. Well, she had a very successful. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Residency she there. Did. And I'll never forget, though, what Cher, when Cher spoke oh, out yeah. for Britney and she said, I was performing my residency a couple years into Britney's, and it was common knowledge that her dad kept her medicated to do that show mm. and it raked in just tons and tons and tons of money. And, she, you know, and yeah. it did it that, cause that was a fun, that's a good theater mm-hmm. Planet Hollywood is fun. Everyone knows the song. So if Brittany was being kind of wooden or seemed lethargic or like an auto tune performance, maybe people wouldn't even really question it cause it's Vegas. Right. Where it's harder to go out on tour that way. I think. Oh yeah. An interesting from a marketing perspective for Resorts World, I thought that was great marketing for them to let you inside the whale suite oh because nobody's paying for that suite. That is where you go and you drop $100,000 on right. the craps table. You get to see the whale stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I thought that was kind of that a nice is. little way to lure them in and say, yeah. hey, look, maybe we're going to have Britney Spears. So we already have Katy Perry, Carrie Underwood, etc. Right. And she can do it on her terms. It doesn't have to be the way her dad made her do it, where she did, you know, 40 weeks for five years oh that's a pretty grueling schedule but for a las vegas residency right right they'll go hey Brittany, you can come here for 12 weeks and you can split up your 12 weeks yeah because whatever. that's what vegas residencies are doing yeah. in order to attract big time talent yeah is you get little chunks here mm-hmm. little chunks there yeah right yeah. and oh. then you just people plan their trips around mm-hmm. those uh tickets yeah, and you spread it across your properties enough so you got enough yeah. hot people yeah, consistently like year-round. Uh, let's go to the Johnny Depp-Amber Heard trial, where today a Virginia judge ruled against TMZ, allowing its former employee to testify in Johnny Depp's defamation case against Amber Heard. But he this, did, he did testify, He though. did, he did. No, yeah. but I mean, you know, she's just, like, catching us up to it. But oh, it, mm-hmm. that was riveting testimony, Oh, my guys. gosh, because we learned something new about what TMZ does as paparazzi. Please tell us. Well, Lori... What they well, this guy he was a former field manage assignment manager at TMZ, and he dispatched photographers to get pictures. But he basically just said, you know, TMZ like they got a video that came, and he recognized the video from watching the trial, and he admitted he watched the trial, and it was a, a video that came from Amber Heard, and it showed Johnny smashing the cupboard. He said, but your video that you guys played in court. You had stuff at the beginning and the end that we didn't have. So this, and I remember when TMZ yep. had this, he goes, we just added the dun, dun, dun. Right. <laughs> yeah. over yes. the copyright so no one else could play it. And we had the exclusive. And he said, and we only do that when we get it directly from a source. Right. Which mm-hmm. was Amber Heard. Also, Amber Heard had testified last week that she was appalled and horrified and had no idea how TMZ paparazzi we're God. outside of the courthouse after she filed the restraining order, and he testified that she was the one who, who called, called TMZ um, to How say where that? she'd be How so they that? could get the photo. And her lawyer said to him, oh, you're just a clout chaser, this Eileen Bradhart and her whatever her name is. And he goes, 
he goes, I have nothing to gain from this. TMZ is very litigious. I don't know what they're going to do with me. And I could say the same about you representing Amber Heard. Mm. And also think about the relationship that TMZ has with Warner Brothers. Yes. Producers of Aquaman and the Fantastic Beasts series. Yes. And he said that was the first question he got. Who calls you? And he said, um, lawyers. Yep. Sources directly. And they tend to be, you know, B, C, D list. He did. He did make a comment, though, about Amber Heard that, you know, she was a C list. Something like that. Pretty reality, bad. He said, yeah, we hear from people directly themselves to the lower that, you know, we'll get it. He said, but um, yeah, he said the publicists and lawyers call them all the time. Oh, that's how the tabloids work. But it's nice to see someone on the stand under oath telling us how the sausage gets made. It was kind of amazing. And and she and then when the lawyer said, well, why, why, what did you what was the thing when you got the that she would be outside of court? Right. He said, my assignment was. Um, to get a picture of her, and she was going to stop and turn so we could get a photograph of the bruise on her face, and it would look like she was caught unaware, but she was cooperating. That's what he testified to today. Mm. Is it- and Johnny testified today. And Kate Moss testified today. I just stayed busy. at home all day watching this thing. And it was a perfect day to stay home because it's so gloomy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah take, Kate Moss, Johnny Dex Epps testified today saying that he never pushed me, kicked me, or threw me down right. any stairs. He was off the stand in two minutes. The other side didn't even... They, they didn't have anything to question because it was no, no, I know it. So anyway, but yeah, it, it was kind of fascinating listening to that uh, assignment editor. And, mm-hmm. I don't know what this jury's going to do, you guys. I think, it, I think this thing wraps up this week. Yeah, it's been six weeks. It is the last week. I know. Well, I thought since Kate Moss was uh, going to take the stand today in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. You'd remind people who she was? Well, I wouldn't (laughs) remind that, but inside their relationship because... um, Kate Moss and Johnny Depp. That's right. They started dating in 1994 after they met in a New York City cafe and their romance blossomed into one of the most talked about couplings as yes. it were in Hollywood. And then yep. they broke up after four years and they had all kinds. They were in the news and the tabloids and people magazine uh, over those years, ruined hotel rooms, uh, drug ridden parties. Someone ended up hospitalized. And during Depp and Heard's defamation trial, Amber Heard alleged that Johnny Depp once pushed Moss down a flight of stairs. That happened last week. Johnny's attorneys high-fied each other because by Amber Heard invoking the Kate Moss name, it wasn't hearsay, and they could call her to the witness stand. Got it. They were so hot. She made a mistake. They were so happy. And um, she has never publicly addressed that there was even a rumor, which I'd never heard that rumor before. But we were not paying attention to gossip like this in the 90s. To this degree. To this degree. Okay. Yes. And, but she's, you know, sources had said it never happened. And she was supportive of him when he was in the thing with the, the lawsuit with the Daily Mail. But she's never addressed it. And so the fact that they she... They were hot, if you look at the images. Oh, my gosh. They absolutely beautiful. Together. And she was literally on for maybe two and a half minutes. Okay. And she Seriously, just, that's it? That's it. Okay. And she looked like warm and fuzzy 
you know, kind of glowing, thinking about that time for whatever reason. And Johnny was kind of just like smiling. And so I thought, I want to, you know, dig into this. But she just said they were staying at a resort in Jamaica. They were leaving to go somewhere. Johnny had left the room. She tripped and fell down a flight of stairs. In flip-flops. In flip-flops. Yep. And he picked her up and brought her back to the room and got her medical attention. And that was the end of the testimony. And there was no cross-examination by Amber Heard's people. So again, you know, it's just another thing for the jury to take a look at about these deliberate ways that it seems like Amber was setting out to, like, destroy Johnny Depp. And he was on the stand today, and he was just like, again, very, I never hit this woman. So I thought, I want to dig back into the Johnny Depp-Kate Moss relationship. And um, here's here's the deal, you guys. So in the mid-1990s, Kate Moss, and she's talked about her relationship with Johnny Depp. Yeah. But never addressed this one rumor that I think most okay. people didn't even know. Right. But in the mid-1990s, Kate Moss was asked by a British morning um, TV host about how romantic Johnny Depp was when she dated him. And she said, well, he did like to surprise me with parties and presents. And the big breakfast host, Gabby Roslin, said to her, oh, go on, what sort of presents? And she said, well, um, he gave me a diamond necklace once, which he hidden in his the crack of his arse. Okay, and, that's hysterical. Okay, and years later, she reminisced about this, this arse necklace. Mm-hmm. He had said to me, this is Kate Moss saying this about Johnny, come on, we're going to the Russian tea room for dinner. Oh, we That's such a lovely place. love the Russian tea room. If you're in New York, oh, you guys. I think it closed. Did it? I, I think, think it, it did. did. I, but I feel like it opened Maybe. again. I'm just going to find out. And as we were going out the door, he said, Kate, I've got something on my arse. You have to look. I don't know what it is. Will you have a look for me? And she <laughs> told Nick Knight this at Fashion Film. I'd only known him like three months. I put my hand on the back it's of his... It's still open, Lord. It is? Okay, mm-hmm. good. I put my hand on the back of his trousers and pulled out this bleeping Tiffany necklace. The necklace is bleeping class, okay? And um, so, anyway, that was like... She's told that story. She's also told the story about how she cried and cried. She told Vanity Fair that she had... Um, she struggled for a long time when they co- broke up. She, she did she with said, cocaine, remember? She she told Vanny Fair in 2012, there's nobody that's ever really been able to take care of me. Johnny did for a bit. I believed what he said. Like, if I said, what do I do? He'd tell me. And that's what I missed when I left. I really lost the gauge of somebody I could trust. I spent years and years crying over him. And one of the things... Okay, so he was 31 and she was 20 when they met. Mm. And they met at Cafe Tabac in the East Village. Okay. Talking about Johnny and Kate. What year was it again? 1994. Okay. And former Vanity Fair columnist George Wayne introduced them. Kate walks in with Naomi Campbell. Cafe Tabac was the hangout. Sure. Then I took her hand and took her over to Johnny's table in the middle of the restaurant. Johnny, this is Kate. Kate, meet Johnny. I didn't expect when I did that that they would go on to trash five star hotel rooms across the globe, and because that is they one were of both the things. big partiers. Yeah, Depp has claimed that he and Kate Moss had sex in every single one of the sixty three rooms of the legendary Chateau Marmont in West Hollywood, and he 
also has admitted to filling a tub with champagne at London's Portobello Hotel for them to bathe in. He has... um, Can I tell you something interesting? Because the Vanity Fair guy introduced him. George Wayne. Yeah, and, and Annie Leibovitz used to work for Vanity Fair. And there's a famous photo that he took of Johnny Depp laying naked on top of... Um, Kate Moss. Of Kate Moss. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Where she's topless and he's just laying on laying top of there, her. And yeah, they posted wow. that in, in... Gosh, well, they're both young and beautiful. Beautiful, but they're passionate. They, well, they he's were, 31 and 20. Yeah. They, had, they were legendary. In September 1994, police were called to the Upper East Side's Mark Hotel where they found Moss and a possibly intoxicated Johnny Depp in a trash presidential suite after a fight. Depp blamed the mess on an armadillo he said was hiding in the closet. No such creature was found. Okay, excuse me, how messed up do you have to be that there's a possum in the closet? Yeah. yeah. There's a there's a leathery tail possum, armadillo. A, a criminal oh court charge dismissed the charge against Depp on the condition he stay out of trouble for six months. Johnny paid the mark $2,000 for damages. And although they broke up after four years in a rumored engagement, they mm-hmm. appeared together briefly at the Cannes Film Festival in May of 1998, where she was, Kate was reprimanded for wearing her bikini in the hallways of the legendary Hotel De Cap Eden Rock. Okay. okay. Ducap. Ducap I, Eden yeah. Rock. In response, she trashed her hotel room. And she's been banned from this is the hotel to stay in for all the fi- for life. Okay, hysterical. she can never go there. And he told Hello Magazine in 1998 that he was responsible for the breakup. He said, "I've never got that emotional over a woman before. I've been so stupid because we had so much going for us. I have to take responsibility f- for what happened. I was difficult to get along with." I let my work get in the way. I didn't give her the attention I should have. And so he said the whole thing was crazy because I should have never got so worked up over right. what people had to say about my acting. Sure, I should care about my movies, but when I get home, I should leave that stuff behind. So um, when did he meet Vanessa? Well, he was with her from 1998. So right okay. after Kate Moss, he's and, been a serial monogamous. Yeah, kind of a so dude. Winona Ryder was before Kate Moss. Yes. Okay. Yes. And was. so was um, Dirty Dancing Gal. Jennifer Grey. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. And um, yeah, he was with Vanessa from 98 until 2012. So he basically within a year of Kate Moss had met Vanessa, met Vanessa and was bewitched. Yeah. by her, yes. you know, and they fell in love and had their mm-hmm. two children. And so anyway, it's, uh, you know, people have, uh, yeah, they did, they both were like, they were in the tabloids quite a bit. Oh. Their romance was something to follow. And, and yeah. But yeah, she was on the witness stand for two minutes. Oh, jeez. And they didn't even want to cross-examine her or anything. No. So well, this thing is wrapping up this week. Yeah, it is. And, um, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but um, I feel like it's going to be mute. I don't. I just feel like neither side's going to win. I think they're just going to say you didn't prove it, and you don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You'd think with all the watching of court TV I'd done, I could pay more attention to what? the legal beagles that are weighing in. But they, everyone, the legal beagles are basically saying it's going to be very difficult. Like, yeah, impossible for, for yeah. him to win. Yeah, but but she is. Um, 
getting caught in some of her circle of lies. stories and yes. lies that maybe she's told herself. And that could be that's how the story she told herself to get through, you know, what this very toxic relationship that she had with Johnny. It seems to me that they were both completely awful with one another. Awful and, and self-absorbed. But it would and- have been so much better off if she'd just gotten therapy Given that money, when she got the money from Johnny, she got that was another lie she got caught in. She said she couldn't donate. Um. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Three and a half million to the ACLU or the Children's Hospital because she was getting sued by Johnny Depp, but she had the money 13 months before that ACLU yeah. wrote that op-ed. So... I, I don't know. I mean, it's a scandal that covers uh, both of them. It it does. And, you know, it's... And it's, we know more than we ever... Thought we would ever uh-huh. know. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go back to Penthouse 5 and take a nap. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to come back. We've got the rest of the headlines. This is Laurie Julian, my talk. I have to tell you, I've been seeing Martha Stewart on a different network, which I thought was unusual because she's NBC's Golden Girl. She's been on ABC lately, and let's just call aging goals. She looks fantastic. But tonight there's a special at at 7 o'clock on ABC, which is our very own Channel 5. Um, So it's the Great American Tag Cell with Martha Stewart. Now, why this, I think, would be cool, because she is actually decluttering her home and having a sale. Yeah, she's been having this. Yes. Her vast collection of art. Mm-hmm. Of knickknacks, of housewares and furniture. She shares anecdote about the precious doodads that she has, including a Louis Vuitton trunk, a Jada Light. Is it how you say that? Jada Light? J A D E I T E? Glassware? Bueller? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Someone will tell us. As she organizes a two day charity sale at her Bedford, New York farm. She also will tell you. I would just want to go to the farm. I would would go to the sale. Well, I want to go to the sale to see the farm because then when she does her guy, I love. She just does everything so beautifully. That's very very nice that, uh, you know, she's thinking of this ahead of time and not leaving this for her kids to have to deal with all her crap. Well, right. And she also is just going to give tips on how to have a successful sale and maybe she'll give tips on how to host an event. I mean, she's just Martha Stewart. She really is good at what she does. Other things that are happening on ABC tonight, I'm an ABC (laughs) rep today, Mm -hmm. is the American Dog Rescue Show. And this is um, a canine competition with rescue dogs that looks like it's really going to be fun. And there's winners like best underbite, you know, best um, in belly rubs, best in this. But um, the money's going to a local, you know, dog Mm -hmm. um, place. And so that is happening, too, if you're wondering what to do tonight. I don't know. I'm almost done with the Lincoln Lawyer. I have one more to go. I got to get back to that. I have one left. Casey and I caught up with the Better Call Saul, you know, because they split Better Call Saul. Kind of like Ozarks and everything. Yeah, it's like everyone does Breaking Bad, I think was the first. So they had 12 episodes, but we saw the the sixth episode. The show comes back like in Uh mid-July. And, my God. 
Is it so good? This it's is good. the last season. Yeah, it is. This it is. is the last season. And you think that's worth it? Like, if you didn't watch Breaking Bad, could you just watch Better Call Saul? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because they're only a half an hour, right? And it's, no, oh, no. Oh, they're an hour? No, okay. they're an hour. But it's, you know, it's it's before Breaking Bad. That's right. Saul. Yeah, it is like somehow okay. before. I think. I, yeah, I think yeah, you're yeah, right. I you're right, Lori, because he becomes a... But it's just, yeah, it's kind of intense. So, but we were watching The Lincoln Lawyer, and that's kind of like in the realm of Goliath and Bosch. Comfort. Comfort legalese. Legalese. With good looking, with good looking people. Yeah, and and um, compelling storylines. Yeah. And I love when they're filmed in L.A. I love, love that. Love, and they had a scene in front of the Viper Room. Yes. They have scenes in front of places that we bet. I mean, it really kind of, I like the destination filming. Yeah, same. And you know. they do a lot of filming in West Hollywood. And I love seeing our Becky Newton in the Lincoln Lawyer. Oh, gosh. And, you know... That was such a fun show. And then, you know, what's his name? Um, who played everybody's uh, little brother. Oh, yes. He's, he's got a in show. Hacks. He is in he, Hacks. Oh, he's gosh. He's in Hacks. What was his name? I forget. Um, it was so... Um, let me just look. I can't remember what his name is, but at the red carpet premiere for Hacks, and that's a... I've got to watch that. Um, it's we're so just, good. We're kind of just letting... Mark Indelicato? Indelicato. Indelicado? Yeah, he's so cute. But I think we're just going to wait till those are all out so we can just like they're only gobble it up yeah, like a bonbon. Because are... isn't it once a week now? Yeah. yeah. But you get three right away. Right. Okay. She goes to a garage sale too. Oh, she does. In one of them. Oh, my gosh. And if you, she has a tour bus. Wow. What goes on those buses is pretty darn cool. It's like. Uh... Yesterday it was Hicksville Palace trailer that everyone was looking up. Today it's uh, this the TMZ guy. <laughs> He's getting and, and again it's the obsession du jour, the Johnny Depp court TV mm-hmm. trial. Mm-hmm. I know it really has just become. It's just become an obsession. Yeah. Okay. What's for dinner at your house, Laurie? Did you cook something? You know, I don't know. I'm feeling like this could be a French toast night, you guys, or soup. Or chili? I don't think there's any soup, but I I, I saw milk and eggs, eggs and, and some sourdough some cinnamon bread. And you, if you have syrup, I'd always. I live I with your brother. I, Do you think our house <laughs> never has syrup? When I left for Cabo, I hid the syrup and I almost okay. hid the honey. Do you know how funny that is? Oh no! I just had the Renee, my the lady who cleans my house. Had just left my house, and and I thought if I leave the syrup out, I'm just going to come home to a trail of. Syrup. Sticky ants. Well, no ants. The ants, the ants are marching one by yeah, one. Yeah, right we don't have any ants at our house, but I mean, it's more a trail of he's is more stickier than a five year old. <laughs> Between the jam, honey, and syrup, <laughs> and his international coffee foods. Oh, coffee gosh. that he it's, it's says just is, sugar. In a that's cup. just sugar in a cup. Sugar in a cup. Uh huh. So anyway, yeah, I did. I hit the syrup. You you hit it all. Okay, so um, this is kind of a cute story, and we're we're you and I are both big Garth Brooks fans for going way back. But Garth Brooks made a woman's dream come true during his Massachusetts concert last week. Jessica Klukey held a sign up that caught his eye. Pays to carry those concert signs. It really does, and the sign read "Bangor, Maine, 1992." I saved your. Cap- Car pick for 30 years. Do you want it back? Oh, gosh, that's funny. And and I 
Gar says, I, I, she said, I saw him back in 92. I was eight years old. Oh, my God. Um, he w- was just starting out. I happened to be on my uncle's shoulder when he was singing a song, and he handed his guitar pick down to me. This um, Jessica said, instead of accepting the pick back, Garth Brooks gave her another one along with a guitar. Oh, and, wow. and he says, maybe one more thing. He handed her his guitar and said, if you gave me the opportunity to meet anybody in the world that who's I could pick, I'd pick you. It brought tears to her eyes. The dream came true. She got how sweet. I love that Garth Brooks. He gave her a guitar, it's, the pick and the guitar. Yeah. I'm going to pick up a pick and, and go to Keith Urban's concert and say, I have this pick from when you were here, you know, and here I'm going to give it back. What fake signs can we make? I feel like Billy Joel Armstrong on that last tour. He gave a guitar at the end of every show. I believe it. Or in the middle of the show. Sure. He'd ask a kid in the audience who knew how to play some song, and there would always inevitably be like a 13, 14-year-old kid who would know the song, and they'd go up, he'd let him play, and then he'd let him leave with the guitar. That last so tour, whatever sweet. that was. I know. I, I love that idea. I know. We'd take guitars. We'd take them. Right, what else do we know, Lorraine? Well, Sissy Spacek, you know, they're loving her and J.K. Simmons oh. in the in Night Sky on Amazon, if you haven't watched it. Grant's that. watching this. Yeah. Really, I think that's another one. Gosh, we just talk about, TV. you know, we well, do nothing else, people. Well, I know. We we're do getting do out other of the rut of it. <laughs> you know, we've been watching It's a TV hard habit to years. break. Yeah, it really, really kind of is. But um, she, people are, people are liking it. Um, and she is um, doing an interview with... Uh, Esquire magazine, and it's just kind of, I love her. She's been married to her husband for 50 years. Who is her husband? Anyone we know? I, no, but I mean, they've been married a long time, and um, Jack Fisk is his name. All right. Yeah. It's kind of sweet, though. That yeah. I love that she's getting a, you know, a role. Well, she was in Castle Rock. She's yeah. been always kind of working, but this is, this is kind of good. People, people are liking it. Liking this show, Night Sky. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Um, and Heidi, good job, honey. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, everybody. Have a great night. Job done. Off you go.